Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are not viewing this on YouTube just yet and you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, I highly suggest that you get to YouTube and literally view this interview because I'm speaking with Scott McAllis. We are off of the Seaward Highway in Portage, Alaska, and we are at the Alaska Wildlife Conservation Center. We are currently surrounded by the most beautiful view you have possibly ever seen in your life. So first of all, Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you guys, thank you for having me. Now tell us, what exactly is your passion, Scott? Uh, I'm passionate about wildlife and especially wildlife conservation. How did this start for you? Um, it originally started as a 12-week summer opportunity and like many Alaskans, my story has since turned into a five-year commitment here at our facility and yeah, I just can't imagine it having gone any other way. At, at what point what occurred for you to say, you know what, I don't want to leave here just yet? Because I have audience members who are listening and they're saying, wow, Scott, you get to work outdoors. You're yeah. not stuck behind a desk. I mean, look at this view. Yeah. Um, essentially, all, all it needed was them to ask. Um, as you mentioned, between the physical landscape here at our campus, um, the conservation initiatives that we have underway, um, being able to work at a wildlife nonprofit refuge center that I'm so phenomenally passionate about. Um, so the wildlife that are in our care are a little bit more unique than a typical zoo-esque facility. Uh, the animals that are currently in our care at the wildlife center had been injured, orphaned, or taken from an overpopulated area in the wild. And it really surprises a lot of our visitors, but we actually don't own very many of the wildlife in our care. We're essentially a caretaking facility on behalf of the state of Alaska. And again, the hope and intention is to be able to release these uh, members of wildlife back into the wild. And I know you were telling us in the car about how some of the wildlife you have hands-off approaches with because of that. Yeah, very much so. Um, in addition to our 200-acre public campus here, we also have an additional 130-some-odd acres of additional habitat that there's no public involvement with. Um, so again, if there is a need to be removing or excluding the human factor from a project, we're essentially able to do so there. So, you know, I always ask my guests, Scott, what, what kind of hesitations or challenges have they had living their passion? What would you say? Um, between living in this area of Alaska as well as working with very sizable members of wildlife, there's always going to be a unique set of challenges or hurdles to overcome. Um, my family will jokingly tell me that one of my greatest accomplishments in Alaska was finding a girlfriend that would live in a dry cabin. <laughs> Um, but there's been a number of things here on our campus where, again, caring for the largest wildlife in all of the Western Hemisphere, there's absolutely going to be unique variables that you'll have to overcome, uh, things that tend to go sideways. Um, the weather is something that we have to deal with on a regular basis here in Alaska. Several winters ago, we had over 400 inches of snow on our campus. 
Um, directly behind me, the Turnigan Arm is the second highest fluctuating body of water in North America, so our campus will occasionally flood. Um, we've got some unique challenges um, that are uniquely specific to our section of the state. What do you think you've learned about yourself here? A tremendous amount. I, I'll jokingly tell you I've learned a, a lifetime. Um, start to understand some of the things that you require to be essential, especially when you're this far out from an urban area. You find out a lot about yourself as well as the people around you, the kind of people that you like to surround yourself with, the kind of work that you find yourself really passionate about. Um, I think a lot of the values at the end of the day start to clarify themselves, what you really need and the things that are truly essential to you. What do you think has been most rewarding for you while being here? Having some of the relationships that I've had uh, with some of the wildlife and having an opportunity to see some of the projects through and to have had a, a bit of a uh, involvement in some of those projects, specifically the Wood Bison project. Um, it's a project that we've been working on for now 12 years, just prior to their release into the wild this past year. And to be able to say that I've had any level of involvement in that project has been really tremendous and rewarding. Because the, the bison project, explain that just a little bit. Um, so wood bison are one of very few species ever to be taken off of the extinction list. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, they are the largest land animal in the Western Hemisphere. And for the very first time, not just in the history of Alaska, but furthermore the United States, we've just been able to release them for the very first time in well over the last century. Um, and that project took well over the last decade of, of us physically here on campus. Um, moving some of the legal issues in advance of the animals physically being acquired took a tremendous amount of time even in advance of that um, so to be able to have any kind of influence in the project has, has really been tremendous you know i know that you have talked about this being your passion to be here what does it feel like or how has it enriched your life to be able to live your passion it's so rewarding um, just to get back again to think about the things that are really essential or important to you, the values that you tend to employ. Um, it, it means a lot to me to be able to work at a facility where there's something more than just a paycheck that I feel like I'm getting every other week. Um, to be able to feel like you're giving back to the coworkers that I share office space with, the animal keepers that are physically the boots on the ground here, and to be able to feel like you're collaborating in some form or fashion to contribute towards the success of some of these projects has just been so phenomenally rewarding. So what would your advice be then to other people who, you know, my whole thing is to try and get people to envision something better for themselves, something with more meaning or something yeah. more exciting, and then explore it and then execute a plan and actually get out there and do it. So what yeah. would you suggest? Take the opportunities. Um, take the risks. I'm from a small town in Minnesota and I know a majority of uh, my friends and family back there have, have not gone too far from home. Um, again, even if it's just a 12-week internship or a temporary seasonal position, uh, push your boundaries and don't be afraid to take the risks. And oftentimes I've found that between myself personally as well as some of the people I've had an opportunity to meet, some of the opportunities that will present themselves tend to be in a place in the world like this where you're either working for a, a nonprofit or a facility you're really passionate about or just physically the landscape it'll bring you to it's um, absolutely been been worth the the risk and the um, excitement of stepping outside my box 
Can you share your contact information and the website for us? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll share that and then I'll, I'll make sure that we get you all the information for the Wildlife Center. So if anybody would like to check out our website or the social media platforms that we've got, we'll make that a very absolutely. much available to you. I'll put that in the show notes for this episode. So Perfect. You could tell us here. We'll put it right in the show too. Okay. What? So my name is Scott Michaelis. I'm our Director of Marketing and Sales. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with the Wildlife Center in any way, shape, or form, um, you can simply email us at info at alaskawildlife.org or feel free to give us a call on our main line. Uh, we're currently open from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. and our phone number is 907-783-2015. And if you get those numbers outside of our operating hours, it'll just go to our voicemail in the office. Okay, great. Now listen, I know that from here because we're on this 50-state tour and from here we are going to be going under a tunnel yep. to Whittier. Yep. Am I saying that right? Whittier, yep. Alaska. Yep. And we're getting on a 26 glacier cruise today. Yeah. But before we do that, I would just like it if me and you and Cassie and Chelsea just took a nice deep breath and took a minute to look around at the beauty right here because I never want to forget this spot. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking us here. Yeah, thank you guys again for visiting. It's awesome. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along. Just keep